Welcome to Super Fight Freaks Podcast. I'm your boy. I'm the host, Young Frizzy, a.k.a. the H-Town Hitler. And I'm joined by my brother, D-Raz, a.k.a. the Chinatown Coon. How you doing, man? Let me know. Let him know you're out there. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good all the way here in Chinatown. And it's hot. It's hot here. What's it like over there in H-Town? Um, the no, it's so hot, dude. It's boiling hot, piping hot in H-Town. It's Tempers- hot. I'm- I'm shooting, dude. It's like 90 to 91 degrees today. On the way home from the gym, I saw uh, what I assume to be a homeless person. With, uh, I, I, my gym's right across the street uh, from a fountain store. They sell decorative fountains, like, you know, for like mansions, I guess, and stuff. And they have a display right in front of the store that, that is an, like an actual working fountain. And it's like the water is like, you know, shooting real high in the air. And I saw a homeless man either bathing or playing in the fountain. I couldn't tell. But it, that's how hot it is, and you know, no one stopped them because it is that it is just that dang hot out here. Okay, yeah, man. I could, you know, I see a lot of stuff like that in the in the streets of H Town, one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it, man. This is the Super Fight Freaks podcast. Like, I'm I'm just gonna say off the bat, do we like fights? Yes. Fine. Sure. I guess. Yeah, we like fights. We're not gonna be breaking down every fucking fight that that's gonna happen or talk about Mackenzie Manuno versus Rachel Gonzaga. That's never gonna happen here. Get that through your thick fucking skulls. Uh, second yeah, for of all, real fight fans, this is for real. This is legitimate. This is what I feel like the realest of the real fight fans. None of that fake stuff. Well, and not here's fake the, like most type of fights. Yeah, and here's here's the thing I want to say that you know it's it's I'm at the point now where I don't even like fights anymore. It just it just happens to be something that I know, that I've lived, that I am. It, it goes without effort. I don't need to know who's fighting to know really what's going to happen. You know, I don't need to watch a highlight reel. I don't need to have seen their last fight. If you, it's if all you the same. If you could have picked a different hobby, do you think you would have, in the words of Teddy Atlas, would you, you know, if you knew something else, would you have gotten out of this by now? Yeah, I mean, I don't. The yeah, older I get, the more I'm like, oh, you know, that was a warning for all of us. And he was right. You know, should have got out of this when we could have gotten out of it. This yeah. point, it's too late. You know, this is it. Yeah, I don't even, I, I can't even tell the last I time. Like I, yeah, I don't even watch fights anymore. And then I still find myself talking about uh, Vita Lago, Vinanomi versus, yeah. you know, Kujimo, Jakazi, all that There's bullshit. a big fight going on tonight. Yeah. And yeah, it falls into that category. I'm quite excited for it. I'm very interested in to see what happens. What's the big fight is, tonight? It's Jamel Herring versus oh, okay. Carl Frampton. Okay, see, that's the thing, too. Carl Frampton, you know, you got this two-bit contender. Fine, you had your little 15 minutes of fame. He was good. You thought he was good for a while. He was, he was good. Fine, he was good. But then Jamal Herring is uh, never was. Uh, Jamal Herring, he just represents the absolute state of how shitty American boxing is. Well, we say that, but look, Jamel Herring, is, this fight is being contested at 130 pounds. So it's a several weight classes up from... Carl Frampton's best days, but it's junior lightweight, 130 pounds. Jamel Herring's the champion, the world champion. So this is for Jamel Herring's world title. Carl Frampton, the Irishman, versus Jamel Herring, the U.S. Marine. You want to take a guess where this fight's being held? Um, I would say there's no interest here. I would think it would have to be overseas. Oh, it is overseas. Uh, it's at uh, the United Arab Emirates. It's in Dubai. Oh, okay. They're very the generous fight, to boxing. They're keeping boxing. Yeah, they're they're keeping letting it exist, lot, basically. Dude. Yeah, really. They're like forcing it. They're force feeding it, dude. Boxing's been trying to die. Dude, that's hilarious, it. man. About twenty years ago, any fight of relevance, you know, happened in Vegas. It happened here in America. Occasionally, you'd have good domestic fights, or even a, a big fight happen across the pond. But now, I mean, uh, uh, didn't Povetkin just get iced in like fucking France or something? Where was that know. fight at? 
That was that in was some obscure place. It could have been. Yeah, they have a lot of those fights. Do you remember when's the last time a fight's been held at the Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas? I mean, uh, been a while. I mean, there were so many fights. All the older fights, I always hear about them being held at the Caesar's Palace, and that they don't even host fights anymore. I, I can think of all so many Chavez fights. I think Sugar Ray Leonard versus Marvin Hagler was at the Caesar's because they have that sweet outdoor arena, you know? Yeah, Caesar's well, look, Palace I mean, if you were the Caesar's Palace CEO you know? and, he, and, and boxing came to you was like, hey, you know, we really want you to put on Jamal Henridge versus uh, uh, Carl Frampton, what would you say? I would say, you know what? I don't know. You know, I was kind of going to book this roller derby thing there that night or, uh, you know, there's going to be some kids bop concert or, you know, uh it would just so uh, like it's $75,000 to book the arena. Do you think we'll get that investment back? And they would have to, <laughs> hell no, I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, so, no uh, way. Um, all right, man. Look, I, I got a couple things I want to say. Uh, one thing that we don't like anymore, but uh, I'm not going to say we used to do a podcast, but if we did, if you know, you know, and don't tell anybody else, uh, you know that uh, as much as we don't like fights, we also don't like wrestling, but somehow it just kind of stays in our ether and it just continues to exist. Uh, uh, you can confirm that, yeah? Yeah, you know, I so many times, especially out here in Vegas, a lot of times I'm, I'm working the late shift or whatever I'm doing. Uh, I'll find myself thinking about how just not very many years ago, three, maybe four years ago, maybe five, but I'll say three, four years ago, how how excited you and we had another friend that no longer he's dead he's dead to us but there yeah. was another friend at one point and and if and if he's listening you know who you are you can go fuck yourself exactly yeah so those if he's not yeah yeah he, he may be dead we don't keep up with him anymore but uh, his yeah, whole I, family his uh his baby son uh <laughs> or fuck well, him so anyway but i remember him and you were, were so excited about wrestling and we're this is a new, you're so happy to be alive. You know, I'm so happy to be All alive. All right, now you're over, you're overplaying it. I'm going to stop you right yeah. there. You're overplaying Love it. But that. yeah, we, look, Love we were excited. We did like wrestling. We were looking forward to WrestleMania every year. I'd say for me, it started to die a couple years ago. And uh, I have a memory I'm going to tell, tell, tell the fans out there. Okay. I can remember just but you, two, I wanted you to tell the fans that it wasn't, I was not involved in this. That no, that is, a, that is a bullshit lie. But I was always the least involved member, and if you think back to your memory, I never watched you. Would you and him would talk about there was a hey yeah, there's a three and a half hour match. There's a there's a six hour match they did. It got seventeen stars by Davey Meltzer. It's seven hours long. Go watch it. And I would always shake my head, pat you on the head, and say, "Oh, that sounds good, brother. I'm gonna check it out." And I never right. did. Okay, you know, and I, 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 okay, I'm gonna cut in right here, and this is a shoot, right here. Um, <laughs> That's a lie, you know, and you know that's a lie. It it was all of us, you, and I you know those two-hour matches. I never saw. I've never can say. I can. I go to my grave saying I never saw. I'm, lo- I'm looking at my guy. I got a, I got a guy right here. We're gonna start scribing this. This is a shoot from right here. You mark the the timestamp. This is a shoot right here. Couple We're going years- off YouTube. We're going off YouTube right here. <laughs> yeah, a couple <laughs> years ago. Okay, a couple years ago, I can remember a time we were watching another six-hour WrestleMania, and I said, "Dude, I'm done. I'm out of here." And you were like, "Oh." Dude, uh, Hitler, you know, this is going to be uh, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte versus Becky Lynch, bro. That's still to come. And I said, Diego, I'm, oh, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> I said, D-Raz, I'm done. I'm out of here. I don't want to watch that. And, and, and you said. Hey, seriously, oh, put, a, put a beep or something. Yeah, yeah, that. that's going to be beeped out. That's going to be beeped out. All okay? right. Damn, that's going to be beeped out. Are you fucking uh, better. You've never done anything in your life, but please. I'm a big, look, I got my guy here. Please We're going to describe it out. Uh, look. 
I, I said, uh, look, I'm, I'm getting out of here, dude. I've been watching the show for four hours. It's done. And you said, no, man, watch the triple threat with me. Watch the triple threat. And I, and I bounced. And then you were texting me, blowing up my phone. Bro, Becky Lynch just came out in a helicopter. Fucking uh, <laughs> Charlotte came out in the truck, man. Oh, it was sick. And you wouldn't stop talking about it. I didn't want to know who won. That was you. Uh, and I want to, this is a shoot also. I'm going to tell my the guy. the one time that I have to tell him the million, the, you know you were doing it way more than I was. All right, this is, about this is how a shoot too. You love Kenny Omega. And then you were getting into the, all, he, yeah, he played, uh, he beat the house. Of, well, there's two beeps, all right? Please, it's going to be, it's, I don't know where we are. Yeah, stop time. doing it. Please beep these out. But, you know, you were like, oh, you know, he plays Street Fighter, you know, and uh, I love Street. And you were watching him, you were watching, you were showing me the so funny videos of, him and uh, Austin Creed playing Street Fighter. All right, I'm going to interrupt right here. I got another You didn't shoot. do that? I'm gonna, <laughs> you I, didn't I, do that? <laughs> look, I'm going to interrupt right here. I'm going to interject. I got this. This is a shoot. I'm looking at my guy. This is a shoot right here. Um, Just last year, 365 days ago, I'm looking in the calendar right now. You were saying you were begging your neighbor to, to get the Wi-Fi password so you could watch WrestleMania. You were making that happen. You were knocking on doors. And, and then and then it was night one of night two. You wanted me to come back the second day. I said, Diego, that was trash. I was watching night one, and I told you and, the, and that guy who's dead to us, he will not be named. I, I said, this show fucking sucks. And you're like, bro, it's The Undertaker. It's the fucking Undertaker. And I said, dude, this is gay. This wrestling sucks now. Well, both so, yeah, I would admit that I was a little bit more excited about it. But then when I was done and gone and drove out, opinion, you no. were begging me to come back in. You were loving it. Every year, but never for all the extra stuff, all the gymnasium Japan shows that you wanted me to watch. Sure, if you were begging me to come back at night one, you were begging me to come back at night two, and I was telling you, Diego, wrestling is... That's, that's all it was, is WrestleMania. I said, dude, it's done. It I is said, done, but you guys are doing the Japan, Japanese. This is different. You don't understand how well, they work, and... Toma Tonga and White Teeth. This is so cool. All right, I got, I got all this extra shit. I don't want to bring this up. I've, I've had this, I've had this in the chamber for about. All I'm saying is, I think about that a lot. I do think about how you guys loved wrestling, and now all the stuff you think is gay, like Kenny Omega, which now it's so easy to me to see as gay. That listen, if we, if if you started your wrestling boom right now when this AEW stuff was happening, you would love. No, I'd AEW. kill myself. You would love AEW. No, no I would kill myself. It. I would not. No, I would not, Diego. No, I would not. You loved Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and how cool. When he was being are. booked in Japan, going up against those guys twice a year, yeah, I liked it a lot. I have not liked <laughs> this shit once. Uh, and and I will say this: I've I've had I've had this shot in the chamber for about nine months. I've been waiting to throw it back in your fucking face because when I hung up on the phone with you that day, I wrote down what you said. <laughs> okay. So I have it here. I'm about to fucking blast you on episode one. Looking at my guy, this is a shoot. How many times uh, he knows it's a shoot at this point? Diego was so high on some guy. I don't even know who he is. His name is Dexter Loomis. Diego was so high on him. He called me on the phone. It was like, oh, Pharaoh, there's this guy. He's, he's the old school kind of guy you like, man. You got to see him, dude. Everything you say is wrong in the business. This guy fixed it. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you, you, that's oh, what you're implying. Never. And then you, I was I like, yeah, Diego, okay, I'll look at it. And then you had to show me on your phone, you know, putting your phone in my face. Look at his finisher, dude. Look at his, look at his entrance, bro. And so you were I real he was high. Bigger than he was. Okay, turns out he's not as big as I thought he was. That was that was all what that was. I thought he was very big. You watched all his whole entire catalog, and you didn't no. realize how big he was until I roasted you. I thought he was like seven feet tall. I didn't know he was six foot two or whatever regular height that he was. But anyway, that's fine. Yeah, I thought he was going to be good, and I, I'm ready to admit now. And I think he could. They didn't. They didn't book him correctly. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. About it. Potential, yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't book him correctly. 
Look, there's no reason. Wrestling. uh, Did you happen to see? uh, Because you know, uh, there's a certain podcast I I like to listen to. Now hold on. Let's let me just say this real quick. We don't both need to act like we're too cool to play. Look, we we were we were both a little bit wrong at times. We were both missing the mark at times, but we've both since. Other one, but fine. That's oh, I was never. I would never call you up about Dexter Loomis in the middle of the night uh, to fucking have some twenty-minute conversation about some. Talk about then you talk about Ling Ling Abushi and his special nine fifty splash or whatever. (laughs) Look, there's no reason to say who was more wrong. We both now know we were wrong, and let's just let's just go on. We're united now. (laughs) You know, we don't need to keep burying each other over that. I will will say this before we continue that. All that being said, I'm still one hundred percent high on AEW. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one hundred percent woven into the fabric of pro wrestling. I mean, I still keep up with it. The pro wrestling podcast, my favorite podcast. I don't think I'll ever go a year in my life without knowing what's going to happen at WrestleMania. What's the card? I don't think yeah. that'll ever happen. It's funny because I think the last time I had a sabbatical from wrestling, uh, I somehow I don't. It wouldn't be possible now, but I completely removed myself from it to the point where I didn't know who was who. Uh, I would see guys on the commercials. Uh, I didn't know who the fuck that was. I had, there was a good couple of years where I had no idea what was going on. Right? Yeah, I had explained to you what NXT was. I remember that. Yeah, and I, I didn't know what the shield was. None of that shit was. I didn't know who Roman Reigns was. Uh, yeah. And then now I, I feel like that, that's just dead and gone. Like, that's never going to be able to happen again. We're just kind no. of we're woven back into it. And it's just, you know, I have the same feelings of, with wrestling that I do with boxing. That, you know, it's the thing that I love, and I'm always going to love it. And I, just, I wish it were better. I'm, I'm critiquing it for its own good. You know, I want it to be better. Yeah. And honestly, I have more faith in it than I do in boxing. Oh, I don't know. I <laughs> know. Uh, I don't. I don't think I can get that. I think boxing uh, on a better track. Well, look, and, and I'll say this: uh, look, boxing has Diaz to look forward to. Uh, you're sitting over there in Vegas. For anybody who doesn't know, uh, Diego had a you know hundred or so amateur fights. Beat that out, Diaz. Diaz. Whatever, whatever. You said the name. You said. No, I didn't say the name. <laughs> yes, you did, dude. Beat that out, dude. Look, if you would just stop <laughs> reacting like that, nobody would know that's your name. All right. <laughs> yeah, just quit reacting like that from here on out. You keep slipping up, and then you, you get all paranoid about it. Just be chill. About the reactions to you saying my name. I should have just introduced and said, look, Diego, a.k.a. the fuck, you know, and, and they would have thought that was the nickname, but you keep killing it, dude. I've look, never once said your name, but all right, go ahead. That's fine. That's just fine. call me Hit. <laughs> all right, look. Uh, yeah, but look, uh, you know, Diego's in Vegas for uh, – <laughs> <laughs> D-Raz is in Vegas for a reason, the Chinatown coon. Uh, he's going to be going pro this year. And, look, I, I know you're going to think it's a joke. It's a work. It's not. This is a shoot. Uh, Diego is going to absolutely change the game. And, and, and he is a part of this Yo, little I, glimmer of hope I have for the sport. I Diego's going to come in and flip the fucking table. And, and it's easy to sound like I'm joking, but I'm not. And, and you will know. And that's why you need to listen to this podcast every time we put an episode out because you're going to get a little update on what's actually going on. We got a guy in the kitchen. We got a guy on the inside. Yeah. If Terrence yeah. Crawford gets caught, if d sees him sucking a cock, anything <laughs> like right. that, you're going to come here and, and let us know. You're our dirt sheet, basically. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the boxing world. I'm, you know, that, is, that is 100% true. I'm in the boxing world. I'm going to change things. And now that's how I want the identity to be remain secret. But, yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it both from the inside and the outside. And the one thing I do want to mention, I was going to mention to you off podcast. Do you remember one time we were trying to get a fight in Houston, I think, or something in the 
the woman broached the idea that you know we had to pay money to fight do you remember that and you're like that's ridiculous yeah yeah well dude you know come to find out that is like legit i'm not joking i don't i've seen so many videos of that freaking dirty worm scumbag weasel ellie Secback. i knew you're gonna say his name yeah you knew yeah that i've seen so many videos that 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 worm uh talking about you know fighter pay and how you know it needs to be better and then he even made this one video now i, I don't it literally makes my head hurt. I don't even know where to begin with it. But he made this one video talking about how, you know, fighters don't make as much money as you think they do. And it's like, I don't know anyone that thinks that, you know, J- Joe Smith on the club scene is making any sort of money. But anyway, he was like, you know, here's an a- – and he had a coach in there with him, like a legitimate boxing coach. I was like, here's your average paycheck. This is your average fight down at the bingo hall paycheck. He's like, it's $2,000. No, it's not. Yeah, I was like, okay, two things. First of all, that's a ridiculous number to even assume that it's – you're just guessing it's 2,000. First of all, it would be like 500, not even 2,000. And that is to – And that's what, and that's before and that's you take before away it. some things. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like – and then you got – well, then their video was like, you know, taxes. You got to pay this guy. You got to pay that guy. It's $2,000. comes out to, you know, you're getting 100 bucks or that's whatever. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and I was like, okay, but now, yeah, yeah, that was ridiculous. A tenth that of that ridiculous. even sometimes. What, now I'm finding out the opponent, you know, the, the, literally 99% of the fights you have to pay for them yourself. You have to pay, which is that that is you have to pay him yourself. Uh, you you pay the guy, you pay the so it's literally like paying for it. It's like I show for a ship at Chipotle, and I say, hey, here's sixty bucks. Can I can I make burritos for eight hours? And they say, all right, well we'll see. If you're good, we'll let you. So that's basically what it is. But even then, even then, you have to pay the guy, the opponent, your guy. You're not paying him two thousand dollars. You pay him five hundred dollars. So I don't know. They got that number. That fucking worm. I don't know where he got that. That fucking number from I wish I wish I wish I could fucking wrap my hands around his neck. I would squeeze so fucking hard, dude. He, he just had a kid born. He yeah, he just had a he just he just had a kid and I can't imagine that. Oh, who what friend. woman would let him crawl on top of her with that fucking <laughs> flat brim snapback <laughs> uh, on his big sweaty fucking head with his tangled <laughs> headphones. After he just got done blowing Mike Garcia after fucking three rounds. Oh dude, his oh sweat a nasty his ill fitting shirts. <laughs> Tight fucking skinny jeans, fake ass chains. Gonna let that get on top of you, really? That's disgusting. You can be around boxing for. I have no, you know what? Years and have no knowledge of the sport. I have. I don't know who she is. I have no sympathy for that woman. Anything <laughs> that were to be falling on her that is ill, so be it. Uh, I'm apply, is, I've already went to the. I'm. A, I want someone. Uh, if no one else is in it, I'll step up and apply. Cut. I want custody of that kid because there's no way. No, that kid no needs way. to be thrown away in the trash. <laughs> First thing, no and, and second, I think weasel. the DA, wherever that's happening, the DA needs to look into. That's a possible rape on your hands. So that is disgusting. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of times they don't speak out about these things. They won't. You know that'll happen, and they won't. They're scared. Well, I'm. And, I'm saying you know, it right now. Them, well, he no, I'm just saying uh, the victims won't speak up about those things. There may be, and I, you you think he knows about boxing and things like that. I could see a lot of reasons why you wouldn't speak up, but you know he's it's a ruse. It's a big ruse that he's playing. You know he doesn't know a single thing about boxing. At least of all, does he know about fighter payoffs? And yeah, so yeah, so I just thought that was funny that we thought that was ridiculous, and come to find out that is like 99% of the practice. And even when you're, so you have to pay, you have to pay your own travel, the other guy's travel his paycheck you don't get a paycheck and then you have to pay both of your medicals you see it's it's a good thing that we got d-raz out there on the scene not only is he living breathing not only is he the future of boxing he, he's out there telling us what the other people won't telling us the truth and you are fact checking the dirt sheets I'm, basically yeah, I'm fact checking this guy he's the somehow he's the premier authority 
on YouTube boxing, and he's been wrong. I mean, that's a stupid video he made that doesn't make any sense, and it's not true. You never, ever will go to a bingo hall and see anyone getting paid $2,000. What you will see is one guy getting paid $0 and the other guy getting paid $500. That's what yeah, he, he's, a, he's a low-functioning uh, <laughs> autist. Dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and yeah, I've, <laughs> right there on the bell curve. He's, 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 he's an idiot. Uh, yeah, IQ I, of 85. He's just barely functioning, no. just barely getting by. And yeah. I don't want to get in on the whole Israel thing, but the, we see the kinds of people they're sending and what, how, what kind of impact they have in the media. That little worm can crawl over here, and he's suddenly <laughs> the boxing messiah. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's laughable. And boxing yeah, wonders why it sucks. If I ever get a chance, and I know if I ever get a chance to do an interview with him, I think I'll do the one interview with him uh, where you I – got to uh, bury him. Yeah, I'm burying him, and then I'll never – I will never be in the same room with him again. I'll make sure that. He's never – I don't ever – I've seen videos of him with the Garcias. They're in the hotel rooms prior to fights. They're just irritated by him. Well, why are they letting him around? He's not your little brother, is he? Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, I mean, we've given enough. Look, we've given yeah. Let's uh, look. Let, let's move from one autist to another. Uh, one of you, one of your guys. Up one hundred and fifty thousand views, and you know I don't want to give him any more views than we're no, giving him. So absolutely not. Uh, well, all of his, I'll say this: all his views are cumulative. It's because he puts out forty-five videos a day, and they all get one hundred and sixty views. So, well, yeah. his next bump, he's going to get a big bump in viewership on the next video, and this that this one's for free. We'll say, hey, this one's on me. Yeah, next time That's it's it. fuck you. All right, uh, <laughs> let, let's jump into the to, to another autist, another dirt sheet writer, uh, Dave Meltzer. Man, I, I got to say this real quick: if you don't know, Dave Meltzer is he's basically somehow he's a more professional, more together, but just as autistic version of Eli Sekbach uh, for the wrestling world. Uh, what's impressive is he's been doing it for like six fucking decades. I don't know. Well, so will Ellie or whatever his name is. So he'll do it as well. He just has not. He wasn't alive yet. But he's probably been doing. No, it. dude, Eli Sekbach. Every time you see him, he's a little fatter. He's a little more swollen. He's a little more sweaty. Uh, he looks like a pig. He will not make it thirty more years on this <laughs> well, earth. We can, I can only hope. I mean, I can only hope. What a wonderful birthday wish, uh, birthday present that would be. Oh, yeah, every day I type in Elisek Bakhdad, <laughs> question mark. Uh, now, let me say this. So, so, so Dave Meltzer, uh, look, uh, uh, Diego, you're a big fan. Uh, I saw this video of him on YouTube, and, and, and for all the freaks out there, you guys got to look this up, Diego, you too. It is hilarious. It's Dave Meltzer, unironically, showing off his office, showing where the magic happens, right? Uh-huh. Okay, it's in a little shitty poorly lit room with an old ass computer and a couple of luchador masks hanging around him. Uh, 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 like there's like a Gina Carano versus cyborg fight poster. There's all kinds of weird dated shit. There's no theme to the room and he gets up and he's walking like, yeah, you know, I got my books over here. I got my, this over here. And you hear this crunching sound and the crunching sound is just crumbled up papers. You can't even see the fucking carpet. There, there's pages going back 40 years of the dirt sheets that he's just thrown all over the ground. He's just walking around in filth. He's walking around in shit and piss. There might as well be piss bottles everywhere. Uh, literally crunching. The mic is picking it up. The crunching sounds of the papers. And it's like, dude, how you're not even going to mention, you're not even going to talk about it. Like that doesn't even register with you that you're walking on trash in your fucking office. That's where you spend nine hours a day and you have kids. He's a fucking rat. That guy's a rat, dude. I've literally, he literally lives like a rat. <laughs> and just to imagine that that guy is typing in there nine hours a day. It's fucking hilarious. 
Is he rich? Does he? Is he? Hell no. This I, if if that's any indication, no. He looks like he's walking from bus stop to bus stop all day. He probably thought, you know, because he has that big robbery of Jim Cornette, he probably thought this is the response. You know, Cornette will do his Cornette castle sometimes, and they'll show, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. some of his shit. He thought that was a response. Cornette's is actually really cool. I mean, clearly, it just looks like a family's house. But, but it's put it's together like nicely. Oh, it's, like, immaculately, like, organized. And if you like wrestling, you could tell, like, oh, yeah, this is someone special must live here. Some collector must live here. Like, it's really cool the stuff he has he knows what it is Diego, it looks like your yeah. rooms how they used to be but instead of clothes it's papers i mean just everywhere <laughs> dude trash luchador mask poorly hung <laughs> quit selling it dude you you, you keep well, selling I, it every I, time. I thought you were gonna stop eventually i let you do like four <laughs> roads just now all right, you were gonna look, fix it. all right look i'm these are gonna get beefed out don't worry and it doesn't first, it'd be funny if you beat the first one out for the first problem with the last the last go around is we said the last names we said the area we said a lot of very big identifiers look mexico is coming in this country like a fucking flood there's a lot of diegos uh which that might right. not even that might not even be your name yeah uh, that's yeah that's a work name you start calling me uh, the, say, the, <laughs> the chinatown coon call you coon. i just want to text you i've got an idea but keep talking keep going yeah, uh, okay, look, I, I just wanted to bring that up about uh, our boy Money Melts. I hear something else has just been fucking gnawing at me ever since I saw it. I, I watched about 10 minutes of this, and I just worked myself up into a, a seethe, right? I, I, I was fucking simmering of anger, uh, and it made me feel autistic how angry I was getting at this, but uh, it was, uh, okay, this got a uh, update, okay. All right, so so yeah, so escúchame, Chicho, okay? Uh, listen to me right here. Uh, listen to me here, right here. Okay, okay, so I was watching. Uh, um, you know, Stone Cold has this little uh, overproduced podcast, right? Yeah, he had a cool, but now they're like, yeah, like, it's like a, it's like a Howard Stern or some shit now, like production value wise. Yeah, and he had on uh, Sasha Banks, right? You know the the girl with the hairline that never stops and the fucking. Yes. I know her. You're not a big fan. He looks like an 11 year old black boy uh, wearing makeup and a wig. All right. All right. She does have her moments where she looks aesthetic. I'll say that, but that's as far as I'm going to go with it. So um, check this out, man. And this was said to Stone Cold, you know, a guy who's really lived it. He was at ECW and WCW, WWF trying to get a fucking spot. I think he was even in the territories. I don't know. He goes back a good way, right? Yeah, yeah. He he knew when the business was the business, right? One of the best wrestlers of all time. I think a lot of at least that's what a lot of the boys would say. Sure, yeah. One of the the you know one of the most marketable over wrestlers ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially the modern era. But uh, look, let's just say this. So he he had on a Sasha Banks, right? And uh, she was talking about. Uh, he was kind of leading her in questions, you know, just giving her softball questions, and she would answer every single one like this, and it just worked me up into a, a fucking seed dude i was boiling uh look i have it transcribed here uh what is, mm-hmm, yep she answered like that every fucking time so he was like so you were a big fan of uh you were a big fan of the of the of the business growing up yeah and then she said mm-hmm, yep mm-hmm. and then he was like and uh uh you know says here you you went to school you, you, you were calling it uh, uh, some kind of uh, wrestling school. You were training yourself. Uh, tell us something a little bit about that. And then she was like, mm-hmm, yep, I was a big fan. I watched Eddie Guerrero. I watched 
Chris Jericho. And that was my school. I wasn't just watching it like fans. I was studying it. I was learning from it. Then he's like, wow, so you really took this seriously, huh? You know, and then she was like, mm-hmm, yep. And it's just, fuck you, man. It's just you mean so disrespectful. Like she's a bigger star than him. Was that how she was? Not like a bigger star, but I mean, this is the guy who, who actually like trained in wrestling for years. And she is saying that in, instead of all that, instead of working the territories, you know, instead of bouncing around, getting paid in hot dogs and beer at ECW, instead of doing all that, she watched some, uh, she watched some Eddie Guerrero matches. That's, and that's yeah, how she I, learned to be a wrestler, and she treated that, that like school. That it's just, makes me mad. Oh, I just wanted to pop her fucking head, dude. <laughs> you know, it's funny because Stone Cold talks about this. I think it was when he was in his territory days working for the USWA or whatever the hell, you know, something like that. And he was talking about how he, he was talking about uh, all he had to eat. He was like, he was like, yeah, he was like, um, literally, he's like, the money would just get me gas to the next show. And then yeah. he was like, yeah, and he named another wrestler. And he's like, you know, we had a 1978 Toyota Corolla. He's like, it was a base model. And then he was like, we would all split the gas. And he was like, it would just get us to the next show. And then he's like, so for food, he's like, we bought, you know, this value pack of tuna can and a sack of potatoes. And then uh, he talks about it. I, this is when he was breaking into the business. And he was talking about how, you know, eventually the tuna cans ran out. And he's like, I would just have one potato a day. He's like, just one potato, just eat the potato raw. And then he's like, man, he was like, you know, you know, the name, you know, I got the all my dreams came true and I had all the success and he was like, but those are the best, you know, that was the best time in my life. He's like, you know, I was learning the business. I was learning the tricks and he's, like, I was hungry as hell, but he's like, man, I was working. And I was, you know, Sasha Banks and even well, check guys, out, check out her, check out her rags of riches story. She was really putting this over and stone cold was selling for, uh, <laughs> she was saying how uh, she was like, yeah, you know, so we just didn't have a lot. And I had to, I, she was like, I didn't go to high school. And then he was like, what do you mean? You didn't go to high school. <laughs> and then she was, I can't, I can't really do the voice. That's as best as I can do, man. But he has to sell that. Yeah. He's like, what do, you, what, do, what do you mean? You didn't go to high school. And then she said, uh, she's like, well, yeah. She was like, you know, our mom, she was a single mom and we were living in a hotel because she couldn't lock down a job to get us um, a place to live. And I was just like, look, I'll not go to school and I'll take care of our, my little brother. So you could go get a job and we can stop living in the hotel. I was like, dude, what, how the fuck were we living in a hotel? Like none of those. So she clearly doesn't remember something right. Or she doesn't know what hotels are. How could you say that as a lie? Yeah, there's some piece of the puzzle that's not added up. Maybe her mom was interning at the hotel or something. Yeah, so she's remembering something wrong, doesn't know hotels are, to think that we would fall for that. That's 80. What are you paying? Uh, she was paying 80 bucks a night because she couldn't afford 400 bucks a month and she didn't have a job. It's just so fucking stupid. Like, fuck you, Sasha, to really think that we would believe that shit. Yeah, like I said, Stone Cold has a really tough story. Like, could you imagine? Damn. You a day? Damn, you really did love it, huh? Damn. Well, I'm- <laughs> well, I'm holding the beer up for you right now. All right, look here. I, uh, I saw this, and uh, this I'm, I'm gonna take you back right now, to maybe 2000 or okay. whenever, whenever he started doing the what. Remember that what shit? Maybe before 2000. I yeah. don't know. Maybe All right, so I, I, look, I'm gonna cut a Stone Cold promo, okay? okay. And I want you to what in between, right? All right. Uh, All right. Okay. <laughs> like the crowd, or like you would do? You're like the crowd. Okay. Okay. So I'm sitting there reading the news. What? Washington Times. What? New York Times. What? New York Post. What? USA Today. 
What? <laughs> if he didn't post. <laughs> hey, you don't have to what? say what. You don't have to say what. They get it. Yeah, yeah. And they all got the same narrative. The same what? story. What? Everywhere you check. What? They talk about the six million. And I says what? to myself, Steve, six million. What? I said six million. What? Six million. Now that doesn't sound right. The logistics. What? The death toll per day. <laughs> the time to cremate those bodies. <laughs> Keep going, dude. What? what? It don't add up. What? It got the old knocking, jogging. The almonds what? activating. What? Oh, no, the pistachios no. percolating. We're doing a bit, Jazz, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't don't put it over like that. Don't that's ignore that, dude. All right, yeah. What? <laughs> so I ask myself truly. What, Steve? What? I said, Steve. What? <laughs> How the? <laughs> All right, hold up. I said, Steve. How in the hell was the Holocaust real? <laughs> I don't think they're gonna want to this. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna want to this. Well, I'm almost done. Let's bring it home. Let's bring it home. All right, what? <laughs> and I realized it's a lie, <laughs> a what? fib. And what? the half truth used to manipulate emotions and justify the nation of Israel. So Old what? Stone Cold is putting out a message. What? Massad, next time Stone Cold laces eyes on one of you. <laughs> What? With your big noses and your beady little eyes, you better watch out because I'm going to stomp a mud hole and hit you with the old stone gold stunner. What? Two stunner. <laughs> what? Three stunner. What? And I'm going to make sure everyone knows. What? That the Holocaust is a holly hoax. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. That's a classic. That's a classic promo. That uh, man, you wrote that yourself. I'm not gonna give up anything like that. But wouldn't that wouldn't that be gold, dude? Wouldn't you like there if somebody had the balls to go in the middle of the ring, cut a promo like that? Did you write that yourself, or did you did you find that? It was good, right? It was good. That was great. I mean, yeah, that (laughs) that was perfect. I think, uh, yeah, the crowd would go. He'd be catching beers right here. Oh yeah, dude. We I mean, you'd have to wait for the live crowd to come back because they're not going to pipe in the. No, you don't want to do that during COVID, dude. You have to wait. (laughs) You have to wait for the live crowds because that'll get a crowd going, especially in the right city. There's Uh, some cities that maybe wouldn't play, but you you know, there's somewhere in Arkansas. I think that plays. Well, I think the crowd. Oh, you go to you go to his hometown, Victoria, Texas, or oh, whatever. Oh, dude, they blow oh, the roof fucking down, dude. I was just to blow the lid off of that place. And, you know, and he'd be leading them down that journey, you know, pull them down. And then when he really drops the crux of what the the promo was about, that that'd be a golden moment, dude. It'd be funny because then by that point, even if you didn't want to keep doing the what, you already did like seven what <laughs> leading into it. So kind of you're a part of it at that point. Uh, I got I got one more, and I'm probably gonna do it in that stone cold voice, whatever you would call that. Uh, this this one's a bit short. You don't got a what on this one. Okay. But uh, this was, you know, just in response to the injustice that happened at the Royal Rumble this year. To have that, uh, again, you know, and I, like I have nothing against the, the ebony women of the WWE, but the ones they keep pushing look like 12-year-old black boys in, in a lot of makeup and fake hair. Naomi, you know, 
not my type, but I get the appeal. But Bianca okay. Belair, that's this, that's that's ridiculous. And yeah, I she, agree with those. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you know, then and 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 that pissed me off. So so I got another one. This would be the the next day, the next Raw after the Royal Rumble. So Bianca Belair won, and you would have this wrestler, whoever it would be, in the ring cutting this promo, right? A male wrestler. Oh, okay. All right. Will you we see Bianca the promo, and I'll see if I could think of a wrestler that would fit with. Okay. That, that would be good for his character. Someone who needs to re- rejuvenate their career. Right? Yeah, yeah. Will you see Bianca? People like you don't win the title. I guess what I'm saying is that 13% of the population should win 0% of the Rumbles. And frankly, while we're on percentages, ever since women have been pushed as an evolution, ratings have dropped 50%. So I'll tell you what. I'll take your title challenge on main event dark match, and I'll leave the ring right now. Otherwise, I'm ready to sit here all night and taser anyone who comes down Mountie style, as Teddy Long said. Holla if you hear me. He's going to take her title shot on the (laughs) Mania dark match. He said the main event dark match. He'll leave the ring now as long as that title shot is on a main event dark (laughs) match. (laughs) You mean the Wednesday night main event dark match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I think they should make Otis. uh, Remember the Otis guy? And then then it goes on to say that Bianca's music hits, and then he would continue to route off some more FBI crime statistics. And he would get a mania match with her husband, you know, from oh, the, uh, the Montez the, the Ford or whatever. Guys. Yeah. They're not private, but way better. Yeah, Montez oh, whatever. Ford. It should be the private party guy actually <laughs> billed as Montez Ford or whatever. Oh, that would be sick, dude. Yeah. So it's See, like these a, two promos alone, dude, the ratings would spike next week. You'd have to admit that. Okay. I'm, you're 100% right. And I'm against, uh, on our own show, I'm against segments. I'm against any sort of forethought or planning or anything like that. But I think we should make that a weekly thing where you try your best to write a promo. And maybe we'll do it right before the show happens. But we'll do our best to write a promo that is going to help the sport we love. And we, we said this ad nauseum and we said it earlier in the show that we really care about the sport and we really care about the industry. And we need to get it you know, out of the hole that it's, it's you know, it, frankly, put itself in. And I think that's what we should do. We should start writing promos, one promo a week, that'll uh, – you know, help them boost ratings. Cause yeah, like it or not, that is going to boost ratings. I don't know. Yeah. And Blair's down for it, but. And, and I got one more thing I want to read. And this is, you know, this is really the darker part of the fandom of uh, wrestling. You, you, we represent some of the best. I, I would say that we are the highest functioning of autists uh, yeah. on the spectrum. You can barely 1% baby. You can barely yeah. even notice we got a little it. bit, just a little bit. Yeah. But uh, so much of these people, they, they are consumed by it, destroyed by it. And a lot of these guys really hate each other. The AEW fans hate the WWE fans and vice versa. Yeah. And I saw this particularly, uh, quite frankly, it was alarming, right? And, and I guess the setup for this is one time Kenny Omega, uh, he referred to WWE fans as E-drones. Okay. All right. Uh, E-drones. So stick that. That, that, so this is the AEW fan talking about how he feels about e-drones. All right, and I'm just going to read this. <clears throat> God, I shoot, hate e-drones. I legit wish I could come in contact with some of them so I can stab them. I live in Texas, and I open carry. And if e- any e-drone started shit with me, I'd legit shoot and kill him. I fucking hate e-drones. I'm not afraid to go to jail over it or prison. 
Went to jail three months ago because I got in a fight with my ex and broke her nose. <laughs> Fuck e-drones. Fuck anyone who likes them. If you're an e-drone, you're the enemy. And not only do I hope you die, I hope your entire family and everyone you love dies. I want to go to your grave and dig your little sister's rotting corpse up and shit and piss in the decaying mouth of what's left of her skull and then put an AEW shirt on her and rebury her. I'd legit kill myself if I was an e-drone. I couldn't live with myself. I'd end up on SSI to try to deal with the depression that I like WWE and then end up Kurt combating myself due to the agony. This isn't a joke and it's a shoot. I'll never watch WWE or respect or be friends with anyone who likes WWE. I hope they all end up like Chris Benoit, get CTE, and kill themselves and all of their families so my tax money doesn't go towards benefiting them anymore. Fuck you, E-Drone. Fuck you and the WWE. I legit wake up every day and pray to the Lord above that you and everyone you love contracted horrible degenerative diseases so I can watch you slowly die more and more every day while I enjoy my life and watch AEW with my friends who enjoy their lives also and aren't pedophiles. You seethe, <laughs> you bubbling, you boiling. You're sticking a sounding rod up your urethra while jacking off to your hard drive of 500 gigabytes of child pornography that you keep hidden from your parents underneath your bed along with the gun you plan using to shoot up a school. You're going to jerk off to a five-year-old shaved pussy later and fantasize about coming in a little boy's asshole and having a secret relationship with him? That turn you on? I bet it does, you faggot. N-word, e-drone. Fuck you, e-drone. Is that real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't write that, dude. That was like an actual YouTube comment or something? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. That's that's too much. That was too far. <laughs> I'm gonna say that was that was too much. Where did it jump the ship for you? I mean, I let the of the first threat on the lives, like I'm gonna stab them. Uh, that's fine. Maybe the second one, but then after he started doing the, the third time that he was gonna. What about the reburied little sister? No, that was a defecate and then a put an AEW on. shirt. Imagine how petty that is, putting an AEW shirt on her and reburied her. Dude, I, I legitimately think AEW's like a year, one more bad year away from folding. Like they're definitely, I don't think they have, they're not gonna be here long. Okay, you think in five years AEW still be a company? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's what's funny about it. No. I, I, love, I, I love when he says uh, he wishes they would get degenerative diseases so he could watch them die while him and his friends, his friends enjoy life. Enjoy AEW. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. <laughs> you see? But yeah, you think it'll be? You think it'll be a company in even five years? Uh, uh, dude, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think wrestling is going to be a thing in five years. It's already so far removed. Uh, hey, I saw I, I saw a look into the future, man. Uh, how long are we running here? I, I'm not timing. Are you timing? No, I, I don't know. I haven't been timing. Uh, we'll go like seven or eight more minutes. Yeah. All right. Uh, I saw I saw a little glimpse into the future uh, last night. It was I, I was perusing YouTube, right? And you know, with their intense okay. algorithm, it, it knows things I might click, you know. And uh, as much as I hate it, a lot of times they are right. Well, I saw a live stream and it had like 500 viewers and uh, it was like some kind of Japanese wrestling. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to click this, right? It's, it's almost 1 a.m. here. I'll click it. Dude, it was the most embarrassing. Uh, uh, just, I mean, really, if you watch this, hang yourself. Uh, there is no hope. Uh, it, it was the shittiest, not the cool kind of Japanese wrestling. It was the oh, shitty oh, mud cool. show Japanese wrestling. Cool card, yeah. Well, I mean, what could be considered the cool kind? There is better Japanese wrestling. I'm not saying it's all bad, but the stuff this wasn't like AJPW. Was this cool. was like CZW well, slash uh, I don't know what it was, Ring of Honor. Sure, uh, not sure. even Ring of Honor, dude. I mean, it, it, sure, this uh, was 
this was degenerative, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, and it was guys versus girls versus guys. Hardcore matches, but not really. Uh, just all kinds of just really fucking lame shit. And I had to search about this promotion. Uh, this is the first time they've had a ring. Usually they just oh, do it on Mr. Gogo or whatever. Go-Go. Yeah, okay, you know what this <laughs> yeah, is? I know, yeah, I know them. Yeah, I know them. Oh, I've never heard of this, right? I, and so I started watching. That's how autistic I am about wrestling, I guess. That's yeah. sad, dude, that yeah, you've heard about that. And uh, so, yeah, I was looking at some of their other shit. And uh, when this I was searching... the first time they said they have a ring now because they used to wrestle on mats. Oh, I think they had a ring because they were co promoting with somebody else. Like they're featuring some other garbage indie shit. And th- it ring. was their ring, yeah. But I guess normally it's on like a, a comforter or something they, they usually wrestle it's on. It's on mats, yeah, I think. Or just mats. Well, anyways, Dude, is, what's crazy? The ring is like three hundred dollars, and in Japan, it's probably even cheaper. So. Yeah, two hundred yen. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Oh, there's no the entrance music, before. dude. It, oh, it was just fucking embarrassing, man. Uh, I, I was really disappointed that I was watching it, and then I, and then I started researching it, right? And I found some rider, some autistic little white boy, who's a big fan of uh, that promotion, and he was writing about one of the characters. I mean, and when I say writing about. It was about 2,000 fucking words, and I'm scrolling, and it just keep, keeps going. But, uh, yeah, he was talking about how, you know, one of their storylines was so good, it just moved him to tears, and he got choked up. And I, I clicked his picture, and he did look like a little fucking e-drone, uh, uh, you know, and the words of that promo, that's what I was picturing, was that guy. and Writing it? Or that no, guy about it? him. Oh, that guy doesn't seem like he likes WWE if you like that stuff. I don't think you can like... <laughs> but I don't think he has enough testosterone to write that. But, Why did uh, you watch this Japanese promotion? It was just, uh, it was live yesterday on YouTube and YouTube was like, hey, you, you know, you know, you're fucking retarded. You might like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I clicked it. Were you the only one watching? Does it show how many people are watching at the time? Uh, I, I don't know. I checked on it again today to like fast forward through it and it has like 2,000 views in like 19 hours. So, it's, it's, hey, it's sticking up there. Dude, uh... I remember, and I'm not here to bury you. It is of the subject matter. I'm not trying to say this is bad. You know, let everyone else decide whether or not they think this is cool or this is a good way to spend your time or this is a cool thing to get excited about. I'm about to about. shut you down right here, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, this, I'm not saying anything about it. Is this a joke but or a shoot? No, well, this happened. I mean, do you remember that time where that Kenny Omega, the greatest wrestling artist, your favorite wrestler, uh, all five foot seven of him was wrestling a uh, blow up doll, and you explained to me how cool that was. I don't know. <laughs> I, I said, when you showed me the match of him versus the 10 year old girl and him selling her moves, and how wholesome you thought it was. I, no, now you're putting fun. I never <laughs> no. said it was wholesome, I said it was funny. And you know who else thought it was funny? Mick Foley retweeted that shit. Uh, uh, okay. yeah, great. Look, take this. Yeah, good. Look, all the, the things. The tide it ebbs and it flows. I did get caught up in the in the piss for a while. I was swirling down the drain. I'm not anymore. <laughs> I don't look. I can bury you all day, dude. Uh, no, I'm just saying it's. All, I thought when you were bringing up Japanese stuff, you were going to bring up something like that, like the blow up doll match. Or the no, this that was sophisticated match. compared to this. Uh, <laughs> look, and, and, and I will say the only person in this house to have bought the Kenny Omega shirt is you. And uh, you wore that shirt till it was falling <laughs> off of you. Uh, 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 you. Hey, I'm. Uh, hey, we all have. A, you know, you have a fight in Kansas. Let's go, and I'm gonna wear my Kenny Omega shirt. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, I'm gonna get my Kenny Omega shirt. <laughs> I wonder if people ask me about it. That was you, dude. I remember fun. you remember remember Bill Demont was mean to his uh, he's mean to the NXT recruits and you were all on Kenny Omega's side about how yeah he's just mad that he 
He's, he was never as good as Kenny Omega. I and, never, I didn't know. I yes, never you were took talking the... about how Bill DeMott was such a bad guy because he was mean to people sometimes. Look, and, Bill uh, DeMott, if Kenny Omega paid him to carry my fucking bags around from parking lot to parking lot, Bill DeMott would do it in a, ha- a heartbeat, dude. If he <laughs> wanted to pay Bill DeMott to clean up his nut <laughs> off the ground every night, Bill DeMott would get up there and fucking do it. So, Well, Bill DeMott knows a lot more about wrestling than him, seems like. Nah, yeah, well, it doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> All right, either way, I'm just yeah, saying that. Fuck yeah, that was, yeah, fuck you, E-Drone. <laughs> not, this is a pro, this, I'll say it right now, this is episode one, and I know it's early, we're dividing a lot of people with this, but I, yeah. this is a pro build the mo- uh, podcast. I'm, look, I'm willing to sign on there. I, I've heard him say some things. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll sign on it. He was the one sexually harassing the recruits, right, or something like that? No, he was hurting them. Like, uh, he was... Uh, like, if people were scared of going on the top rope, he would make them do, like, shooting star press practice and shit. And, uh, shooting star <laughs> press practice. <laughs> There's a lot of really funny... Like, you know, when I think about my... Like, I always feel like... Uh, I kind of... I, I feel like I do have some build the mod in me because I remember... And this is this is another shoot. I'm telling my guy here, cue this up. This is a shoot right here. Um, little story from my past. Uh, and if these kids are listening... Actually, and I, I wish I would have gone further. So, no, I'm not actually not going to apologize to them. So, okay. you're, lu- you're lucky I let you get out the, the way you did. But we lived in a bad neighborhood, and you were real little when this happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, D-Raz, I had uh, these couple of neighborhood black boys come over. Was, you know, they were brothers, too, like us. But they had less food than us. They had less toys than us. <laughs> and you were little, so I had to be about nine okay I and, don't uh, this, yeah. yeah so we'd come over and play and they were just enamored of all my toys and snacks and all that shit and then i was like look uh, you know we're gonna do some wrestling and then i'll give you i'll give you guys some food in a bit <laughs> and they're like all right so yeah you know i would crank in the sharpshooter and i would do the walls of jericho on them and you know i would see how far i could crank that shit and uh one time we had an incident in the dojo i'll call it which is my room we had an incident because I fucking really laid into on the little brother. I really laid in on the single leg Boston crab on him. And he just kind of, you know, you, you can tell when you kind of go too far on it. Well, if he, someone's not selling it, then you're, okay, well, I'm going to put, you're going to sell, you know, you're not going to sell. I'll give you something to sell. And then, yeah, there's a very fine. Well, I was more not respecting the tap outs, you know. <laughs> I, was, I was being a heel. I was trying to tell the kid psychology, you know, I'm, I'm giving you heat, um, you know, so you guys get your shine later. But, uh, and well, actually, that's I was a face in, in that territory. Blow- I was a face, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, that's how you blow a feud off. That's how you blow off a feud. The crowd wants to see it, you know. <laughs> but, but yeah, I fucking, cr- I fucking cranked, and the little kid he got up and he took us, he took a swing at me, took a couple swings at me, and the match is over. That you know, that was a shoot. And then I said, Hey, you, you know what you're fucking doing? I'm, and the older brother kind of calmed him down and was like, Hey, he's gonna give us food in a bit. So, yeah, I was just thinking about those kids, and I kind of <laughs> did that, that really happen. What, I swear to God, that happened. Uh, yeah, I, I, no, that really did happen. I think about that a lot every now and then. Those kids. <laughs> wait, 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 tell me the truth. So he took a swing at you, and so he uh, took a go. He threw a combo. He threw a two piece at me. What? Because you were hurting him with the Boston crab? Oh, I just cranked really fucking hard till he he got up crying. <laughs> he had like the pain tears. His <laughs> and face the was brother wet. Told him to stop. You're gonna beat us later. Yeah, that's like, hey man, you know, don't blow, you know, for these snacks. And then, uh, yeah, the, the brother yes, yes this happened. Yes, this happened. Right, and uh, yeah, and so they were good students. And after a while, I would let them pick out one of the shitty. T- I had so many toys, dude. So I would let I would frisk them every time they left. I would frisk them. 
to make sure they didn't steal anything. Risk, yeah. But after so many times of not stealing, they could be rewarded with a low-grade <laughs> toy. <laughs> that's fucked up, man. That's yeah. good, though. No, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's exactly what Bill DeMont would do. Dude, I wonder what kind of machine. I probably bred those kids. They're probably little fucking Terminators now, dude. I don't know, dude. I wonder if they're still alive. I wonder uh, how – if they're – yeah, statistically, they might not be. But yeah, yeah. If, they, if they are still here, dude, I, I, yeah, I, I wonder what kind of kids they grew up to be. I, I'm very curious. That, yeah, I'm sure they hate white people now. Well, they like the toys, though. So. Oh, they that love the good. toys. They love the food. Yeah, so who knows? Who knows? Could be scientists. But, uh, uh, look, listen. Probably. Before we end it, do you, do you got anything on on the down low? I I I know, and this is also a shoot. I'm looking at my guy. Uh, you had a Cuban come in over there recently, and you fucking you scooped him up and whooped yeah, his yeah. ass. Can you confirm that? That's confirmed. He uh, came all the way from Cuba, and now he's going all the way back. Uh, so. you got you got any kind of dirt? Any any kind of thing that a boxing fan might want to know? You know, is there something weird going on down there that is not? Now we might not know about it. Is there something scandalous? Um, You're the dirt I, sheet guy. I know. Uh, apparently, this has been 100 percent confirmed by I, I would say pretty reliable sources. That uh, out Ryan your source, Garcia, out your source. No, I can't do that. It's just okay. some other people in in the gym, in the dojo, the H Town dojo. They uh, have been uh, confirming that you know Canelo and uh, everyone in that camp. They, they, he said everybody in that camp, Canelo. He looked in the eye when he said that? Yeah, Andy Ruiz, him and his dad. His dad's the one that said it. Andy Ruiz, uh, Ryan Garcia, and the fucking the other the little midget guy. Uh, what's his name? The Olympian, Jojo Diaz. He said they're all on steroids. And he said, Diego, he's like, I, he's like, listen, he was like, it could be the latest vitamins. I don't know. He's like, they were injecting them into their butt. Like, that's all I can tell you. <laughs> okay. And he was right. like, no, he was like, he's like, they were injecting him. And he was saying, what were they using that, to inject it? Was it a needle or something? Else? Yeah. He was saying, he was like, he was like, and I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. He was like, I don't know if we're going to go back for any more camps. And he was like, because he's like, they're going as hard as they possibly can. And he's like, and they're leaving needles everywhere, syringes everywhere. And he's like, it's is dangerous. this a shoot or not? I'm being 100%. He was like, they were leaving syringes everywhere. He's like, it was dangerous. And I was like, really? And then he was like, yeah, there's like, you could go into the bathroom. And he was like, there would be like, he was like, I'm not joking. Dude. He'd like, there'd be like 11 syringes on the ground. I'm like, damn, really? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you'd have to do it. He was like, they, uh, Ryan Garcia, he was, he was mainly focused with Ryan. He's like, yeah, he would do it like three times a week. Damn, all like, right. Fuck? And I was uh, like, really? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I mean, I don't know for a fact what they were. He's like, but I mean, you know, I don't know any vitamins that are like that. And I was like, oh, shit. When's your first fight? Do you know? I don't know, man. Maybe May. Uh, so okay. I'm shooting, targeting May. I'll say sometime okay. in May. All right. We're One last that. thing I want to say before we go, just, just to prove the absolute state of boxing, how, you know, if only you knew how bad it really was. And I'm here to tell you, I looked at the uh, ringtv.com uh, slash schedule. I scrolled a bit and I saw that uh, on Fox pay-per-view is Chris Ariola. Oh, yeah. You that. remember him I saw that. Yeah. Uh, versus Andy Ruiz on pay-per-view. Well, that's good. That's, that's good. insane. I mean, that's insane. You know, not so only are they not popular, not even popular with Mexicans. Is it going to be? That's going to be on Cinco de Mayo weekend, isn't it? So like, they're trying to get the Mexican fans involved. <sighs> that's that's silly, and that should be criminal. Would you say, Jasmine? Well, the Cinco de Mayo weekend is like the biggest weekend in boxing, so that's like a really big Mexican thing. Like they always have, like Canelo always fights on that. Hey, you they want me to edit it. that name out? Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, I don't know who they're gonna get for that. Like, that's not. 
that that's embarrassing. Like, that's such a stupid pay per view. Yeah, the, 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 and I saw they didn't fill it out either. Like the undercard was. Dude, I'd probably. It only got worse. It only got worse. I've never played it, but I'd probably rather play Minecraft than than certainly than pay. You'd have to pay me to watch that. I will, and, and I'm saying that right now. I'm not going to watch that fight. We'll talk about it maybe. Uh, obviously, Andy Ruiz is going to win. Obviously, it's yeah. going to be a shit show. It, that, that, that's fucking ridiculous. You want to watch I two thought... unathletic, chubby, fat Mexican guys <laughs> fight? You Andy know, you up YouTube it, and it'll be a better fight. These fights happen in parking lots every weekend <laughs> for free. Say, I was just about to say, Andy Ruiz was talking about Go to a car show. I'm, I'm, uh, go, go to a car show in H Town. Uh, uh, you, you can see <laughs> no, two or three careful. of these fights every Saturday. <laughs> no, yeah, Andy Ruiz was talking about uh, um, about how he was real depressed after, and he's like, I got to get my belts back and stuff. This is delusional. And he's like, you know, I was at my biggest. I stepped on the scale, and he was, you know, it's 315 pounds. And the dude, his fighting weight is like 285 pounds. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? The time to have a realization was such a long time ago. There's no, <laughs> the realization, I'm 300. Oh, uh, I got to get back to my trim and ready 285. You know how you could make me watch this? They need to make for these kind of mud show fights and you're going to put on pay-per-view. You need to make some kind of stipulation. I, I would watch a ladder match between these two, a real one. <laughs> With boxing, you know, something like that, a hardcore match. This is going to be a hardcore yeah, yeah, boxing yeah. match. Something yeah. like that you, you got to do. Uh, th- that's ridiculous. I would like to see them eat as much as they possibly can and then make them fight immediately after that. Like have a buffet set up right outside the <laughs> ring and then have them have to eat. Dude, they probably already do that. She's not televised, that part. <laughs> you know what's funny is I, really, I don't even think Chris Ariola, I always thought he was really fat, but then I want to think about Andrew Ruiz. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's in way better He should be in way better shape. Then, uh, remember, you know, I haven't uh, seen Chris Ariola in like four years, and he could be ripped by now. This is the shoot too. Remember, we went to uh, Hot Springs one time for a fight, and yeah. uh, we thought it'd be a good idea. I was like, "All right, Diego, we're going to Chinese buffet for a meal <laughs> for the fight, but really pace yourself, you know." Yeah. And, and you were your big play was, "This is all I'm going to be able to eat today." And I mean, dude, you, oh, you were almost in a coma. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess yeah, I guess people do do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if anyone does it, you know, they certainly do it. Yeah. Well, look, I think that's a good place to, uh, to wrap it up uh, for the week. I don't know if it's going to be a weekly thing. I'd like it to be, but who knows? Uh, I mean, we're just going to do this as we do it. But uh, look, uh, we've, we've let you know, D-Raz, the Chinatown coon, you've heard it here first. In the next couple of years, he is going to flip the fucking table in the boxing game. This is your one-off. D-Raz, this is your chance. Yeah, Choo-choo. You the train is leaving the station, baby. Imagine if you were to say you were to look at the stars of today's fight game. Imagine if the hey, yeah, did you know Oscar De La Hoya had a podcast? And yeah, did you actually know the first episodes were before he even turned pro? And did you know he was actually degenerate? And he said whatever was on his mind. He was fucking calling people out. And uh, yeah, did, did you know that everybody would want to listen to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's episodes of him talking about it before, yeah, before he had ever stepped in, had even a profile. Yeah, could you imagine how we would do? Yeah, how valuable that would be, like for us when we were coming up to listen to. That, yes, know, and, and here you go, and, and, and that guy's vanilla. The only exciting things he does, you, you know, are in hotel rooms far away from the glitz and the glam. We're gonna give it to you straight <laughs> every week. Uh, so with that said, yeah. let's wrap it up. Peace out. Bye. You understand. Oh, my little girl. All I ever wanted.